y'all. Welcome back. It's your girl, Queen M. Nana. It's your boy, King BG. It's your King Mary. I made you the boy. Oh, did I say that shit? Yeah, it's your boy. That's what you said. Yeah, I was listening to hip hop earlier, so maybe okay. that's what that. He's it's in a New boy. York state of mind. Yeah, I'm in a New York state of mind, then, son. Okay. That's cool. Are you, you from New York now? Shit, New York, South Carolina. Okay. How do you feel? New York, South Carolina? Yeah, Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Was that after by Lexington? And close to um, between Lexington and Forest Acres. Okay. If, for people that from South Carolina know what Forest Acres is. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So the South Carolina act like North Carolina dudes. Like a lot of people in North Carolina act like they from New York. Or they might be, but I used to go down there to um, North Carolina uh, AT. What is it? AT. And a lot of guys on their campus had the Tims, you know, with the pants tucked yeah, in and talk New York. Uh, South Carolina dudes, man. We embrace our um, country lineage, man. We embrace our country culture. We don't be trying to act like we're from New York. Oh, okay. I will say we do have a lot of cats that come down to Benedict College <coughs> that are from up north. So they bring the, they, they bring the up north. And I got people from Florida come to Benedict, too. We do a lot of recruiting, but um, up north and then. Florida, but other than that, <clears throat> we represent the South. Okay, that's cool. Some old, uh, what they call them, Geechee niggas? Geechee wow. Niggas. Some Gator niggas. Some Gator niggas, Geechee niggas? Yeah. Okay. Wow. Some Geechee that's niggas cool. from Charleston. Mm-hmm. Columbia niggas. We Gator. Gator? We some Gators. Y'all Gator really meat. That's what y'all are. Snapping niggas. Y'all Gator meat to them crackers. <laughs> <laughs> what they call them at, what they call them at Kentucky? Okay. Niggas. Niggas. That's it. We just niggas. Y'all just niggas. Just niggas. Yeah. Nothing special. Mm. Well, we ain't got no nicknames. Yeah, I got a fraternity though. Streets. <laughs> <laughs> ah, okay. Is that how you feel? Lex Nana? Fi Fi. It's Lex Fi Si. Lex Fi Si yeah. till yeah. the day I die. No, it went to the day. Was it to the day I die? Hold <laughs> up. Hold up. Yeah, that was it. Hold up. That's better. <laughs> a whole lot better. Than to the day we die. Ain't nothing scarier than some gangster niggas that start their right. whole fraternity. Right. Facts. And then scary because we definitely right. got pistols and everything. Pistols and drugs. Damn. That's real. That's real gangster. That's real thug. I don't know. Somebody, I don't know. Somebody text. You ain't got whisper. We can talk on the mic. I don't know. I don't know the code, so I can't see nothing. What's the code to get in your phone, Nana? She ain't 777-9311. She Was check- it her? She checking her phone. Oh. Can you hand me my phone over there then, please? By the camera? No, you you getting text messages doing the show. You supposed to tell all your little gentlemen callers that um we we recording right now. <laughs> tell them you. Tell all them white boys and them <laughs> niggas from Ghana. <laughs> hey, hey, what the white dude? Tell Philip and William <laughs> that we'll that you'll talk to them later. <laughs> What's it? Who it? All right, so let's jump into it. What, what we got for the shits today? Now, now, hold on. We got to let her get back on the mic. Yep, yep. Um, she got to cross her legs and stuff. I do. I have she to get comfortable. Skirt. She okay. got on a come fuck me skirt. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> Language. It is a little tight. <laughs> Showing all the curves. a little funky today, you know. She's a little tight. Okay, you had your old day today? You had a lunch, a brunch? No. I'm brunching. <laughs> You know, sometimes you just got to get up and get dressed, even if you work from home. Okay. You know, because usually so you it's took, you gym took clothes. a shower today? 
I always take showers. That's okay. my specialty. I wash my face. I moisturize. I tone moisturize. So let me ask you a question. Since you work from home, when you get up in the morning and you mm-hmm. jump right on the computer, do you brush your teeth and stuff too? Or are you just like, fuck? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I can't even eat before I, if I don't brush my teeth. Why not? I, it's just the, there's the taste of sleep. So morning breath make your food taste bit different? Yes, do it does. Morning breath make your food taste different, um, bro? Nah. Nah, I'm from the hood. It's an American thing. I didn't think so. Clearly. My mom used to make us brush our teeth. And we, 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 I did too, but as I got older uh, and started missing teeth in the back, it's just like, fuck it. <laughs> what? I'm all in. I'm all in. Yeah, because I didn't. It'd be days oh. I don't brush my teeth. Oh. You say it'd be days. I'll take a shower. Oh. Yeah. Days I go one or two days without doing that. Without shower. Depending on what I'm doing. Your, yeah. Yep. Do you, you not your smell teeth. your breath? Do you not leave the house nah. at all? No, nah, I don't. You no, know? nah, I'm definitely not leaving the house. You don't have bad breath if you don't brush your teeth? Mm-mm. Really? No, nah, right as soon as you eat something, nigga it's pretty that, much gone. Nigga, that's that dragon for two days. <laughs> God damn. Nah. Nah, I some motherfuckers with gingivitis and shit like Ooh. that, but nah, I'm good. Ladies, I cannot. Ladies, yeah. if, a, if a dude got gingivitis, you already know. I'm definitely. not going to even that's, say. Bad breath is a turn off, period. But yeah, my breath never stunk. Like it ain't one of those type of things. Shannon mm. might say different, but hey. Yeah, I mean, because I'm speaking she, for myself. Yeah, you've convinced yourself that not that brushing your teeth, right? After two days, wow. Well, Damn, um, I feel bad because I'd be brushing my teeth like two and three and but four see, you times were, a day. You're metrosexual I do too. too. You metrosexual, so you do probably <laughs> shape your hair up, shave your beard every day. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't shave every day. Cut your nose hairs every. You know. I probably do fuck with my hair probably every day. See. Shit be, the shit be flat though at night. Okay. Mm-hmm. Why don't you wear a do rag? Uh, <laughs> Why don't even, you wrap your hair I've like never a, a little rich and then wear a little bonnet and tie right here? <laughs> wear a little bonnet to cover the hair? How little rich is that? Maybe I should get an old bonnet. A, a, old hey, silk bonnet. You, you think it'll keep him from going flat? Silk yeah. probably will, yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. A silk bonnet? Will it? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's like a silk or a silk pillowcase. But then you gotta sleep like women do. You yeah. know, we sleep like on our side, on that. our face. He don't mind that. He's good with that. He's metrosexual. He's a metrosexual. He's so out of line right now. <laughs> He's good out with of that. pocket. He's Flag on the play. play. <laughs> He's definitely good with that. Flag on the play. So yeah, uh, or you can get a silk uh, pillowcase. Shannon does I that. I can't sleep on that kind of shit because I sweat when I sleep. My head to be sliding all down at that damn pillowcase. Slobber. I don't slob. I sweat uh, real bad though. Uh, that's what okay. I sleep, so some soup shit I can't Some do. nightmares, man, and some demons, man. That's what it is. My soul ties. Mm-hmm. It might be. Soul mm-hmm. ties grabbing you. Might. You can't, you can't let them go. Might be. got to start letting them soul ties go, man. Yeah, man, I do got some bad habits, man. Mm-hmm. Don't we all? Yeah. We so. all do. I, yeah, you're probably right. Witch ride my back. Didn't Demir say it was a sex ghost in my house? Mm, a sex ghost. Yeah, sure it was. That motherfucker was on the wall last time I saw. Sitting up in a corner. Legs spread in my room. That thing was waiting for you. I'm waiting for me. He's waiting for Brian to get through. Let her get through with this podcast, nigga. Her and tell everybody they need to go. I'm waiting on you. I'll be in the room. Come on. Take a shower. So, so what, 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 uh, what you got to straighten out? You got to correct something you said we had to do today, Oh, BG? you know what? Before we go into the shits, because um, I know Nana got some shits. I want Nana, and I'm, I wish Shannon was still here. I want them to apologize to Offset. because Okay, that's exactly what I wanted to talk he about. Didn't, he didn't cheat. He didn't cheat. Black men don't cheat. And um, he's Mexican. Because he's, he's amigo. Yeah. Plus, she said oh, the reason my. for the divorce was... A baby. 
No, nah, it wasn't even the Somebody baby. She said Costa. No, nah, it was Costa was arguing so much. But yeah. guess what the argument was about? WAP. WAP. Shannon was telling me this. She said the argument was about the song WAP. He did not agree with the lyrics. I told y'all what? the song was garbage. It ain't garbage. It's just garbage. he's 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 elevating. So he's going to the next level. And when you go to the next level, you want your family and your friends to go to the next level. Mm-hmm. But if they still on that that, that WAP shit, then it's not gonna work. He Especially being my wife and the mother wife. of my child. He didn't want his wife talking about her pussy. Right. Basically. And you I don't blame Cardi B. Her. We gotta elevate somewhere. I but know, it don't but matter who he married, Cardi but B. we have to elevate. Come on now. And then Megan made it. Co, what, what she featured on WAP and she, isn't she time one, the most one influential time, people <laughs> most influential people yes and she is I'm though confused I'm not WAP I mean it's just a song but you have to understand she is very influential influential to today's girls yeah yeah she is which is one of the biggest problems that I have with this imagery that we have now of young women but, but she's I not, digress okay please I digress do. yes because she um, was wrong. He's cheating, he's cheating. We don't want her that shit yeah. no more. I we said it a, was alleged, though. We need all these ladies right. to apologize. We need to apologize. I will these apologize. not apologize to off to cheat. I refuse. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you got to apologize. I just wanted to make yeah. sure that we retract We just wanted to bring it to y'all's attention. That we but thank you for telling the us cheating that allegations. Offset is a Mexican because he's part of the Amigo. Because Amigo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. And, and Mexicans don't cheat. I don't think black men are Mexicans cheat. Keep black telling Mexican. yourself that. Okay. Yeah. I, don't, I don't think my Migo brothers Prove cheat. me wrong. Oh, I can prove you wrong right prove now. You, Not what I'll say, you, you can't. You done dated a cheating Mexican? No. That's what you about to tell Black us? man. <laughs> I've never dated a Mexican. He's from Ghana. He ain't black. He don't count. Yeah, no. <laughs> we don't even like us anyway. We're talking about African-American men. Oh, please. Born and raised in America. <laughs> oh, okay. Keep telling yourself that. Men. Yeah, because they don't like us anyway. So. Right. No, they do like y'all. No, they know. don't. Black is black. Black Not is beautiful. I don't have one Ghanaian man follow me on social media. That let me Aww. further let me know that all these Ghanaian women and Nigerian women follow me. Ghanaian what, what are being at? This is a PSA. Why you want men to follow you? Oh, my brother. Not, Doesn't my brother I don't, follow I don't want you? Them, I don't want them to follow me. I'm just saying that brother, further substantiates my claim that Ghanaian, Ghanaian men, men do you don't know? like us. You know, my he, brother. He fucked me us on default because okay. he's your brother. Any Ghanaian man that would fuck with you would be on default because of Nana. Yeah, exactly. You're right. You see what I'm saying? So like, you I'm like get, the Ghanaian you get no Ghanaian friends. Thank yeah, you, because you're not, yeah. you've never been to Ghana. You don't know. So I got go to Ghana community. now. To, but yeah. you're not in the community. You got to go to Ghana. Well, I got to run for like Ghana, Ghana legislator. Nope, shit. you got to go open up a, a Pussy Valley over in Ghana. Uh, God forbid. What if I could find like a Ghanaian Uncle Clifford? Uh, Uncle Clifford is Ghanaian, though. Oh, is yeah, he? Yeah, in real life. In real life, he's Ghanaian. That's true. Nico. Yeah, Nico Anim. Yeah, he's Ghanaian. I forgot about that. So what do y'all think about that? You know, from you ask someone friend, who's very open minded. Oh, okay. I'm open minded, so that stuff like that doesn't really. But in a Ghanaian culture, is is homosexuality frowned upon? It is, but it's not. It's um, a, it's not. It's not like a sin. Sin, you know, in some countries, it's, it's a sin. Though. It's not ostracized because it's something that's kind of kept under the rug. You know, you you know, you're child. You're not out like Uncle Clifford. Yeah. Okay. So it's not you like know? in America where you're just you got your friend I'm out, I'm free. And yeah. There are some who are like that, but they they don't. 
they still don't say that they're gay because you see them married with kids. But, you know, when you meet them, you can tell when someone has a little... It's a sugar little in their tank. <laughs> okay, married. It's an old saying. Right. But they, sugar in their tank. A little sugar in their tank, like you say. But they get married and have kids because they want... They don't want to be, you know... Outed. Outed. Okay. But you can tell. Okay. You can tell. Yeah. Okay. That's you can cool. tell. So what we got for the shits today? So the shits is on a somber note. I mean, um... <sighs> Today was the hearing for the Breonna Taylor case, and the outcome has a lot of people in, outraged and just disappointed. I mean, I think we all kind of knew it was coming with a lot leading up to this this hearing. Um, they, yeah, with the boarding up. The boarding up, the you know, the, the, the city. The downtown. Mm-hmm. Giving the mom $12 million. I mean, yeah, just... Yeah. It, it, I don't, I, I'm tired. I don't even have enough to say. It's just, it's exhausting. It's unfair. I mean, they only charged one out of, th- one out of the three officers, Brett Hankinson, and he was indicted on three counts of wanton endangerment from, for shooting 10 rounds of bullets out from outside into the house. Not for the murder, but for shooting the bullets. So y'all want her to kick her to this shit? Yeah, please, because I heard it today. Please tell everybody. kick her to the shit is, he got, Charged for bullets to hit other people's homes, apartments. Mm-hmm. But there was the, he only got charged for the ones that hit the white people's apartment. He hit two different apartments. What? He hit a set. He hit a black per. He hit a black family's apartment and he hit a white people family's apartment. He only got charged <sighs> for three counts of the white people's family apartment. He hit with the bullets. That's even had. That's that's even more fucked up. And also, it was something about the warrant, too, itself, that they knocked and nobody responded. So then that's when they entered the premises. Yeah. With a no-knock With a no-knock no A no-knock. See, here go the thing about that. That's why I was telling Shannon, like, had they executed the warrant correctly, correctly. which which is a no-knock, mm-hmm. yeah. it means you would have busted in the door and said, police, police, get <clears throat> yeah. down. Yeah. He would have never fired. Yeah. They would have probably still been laying in the bed yeah. looking up like, whoa, shit, what's going on? Mm-hmm. When everybody would still be alive. Exactly. Yeah. But the fact that y'all knocked, and then y'all say y'all didn't hear nobody say who is it, but if a police knock on your door, as hard as they, they knock, knock. You, you're gonna you be here. You, you're just going to start. And you're going to grab your gun you, if ain't nobody and, responding. And I, and I right. feel like, and, and they, they try to villainize the, the boyfriend for firing the first shot. I feel like the boyfriend was protecting his house. Of course. Of course. Because if you're not answering, at intruder. 2 o'clock in the morning, you're not answering me saying, who is it? I'm fine. You great coming here and try to do something to my family. That's right. So <sighs> take it how you want to. Or if I'm if I'm awakened by my front door being smashed to pieces, and then you're hearing all this commotion going on, but you, if they done that, though, they would have been coming in screaming, police, 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 so you wouldn't have fired. they're supposed to identify themselves. Yeah, exactly. You wouldn't have fired. So something didn't. But here go my kicker to this. There's a lot of stuff to the story. It's another thing to it. So I think it's all a setup. Election is coming up. They don't really have footage of, of black people being outraged and going animal crazy, like gorilla crazy. So I'm thinking this is the opportunity for like people like Trump, and all those people running for office to get some footage and saying, well, this is what I did for the black people. You see what I'm saying? So, like, black people in Louisville should be very, very careful and strategic on how they move next. Don't just riot because it's not going to make no sense because there's nothing you can do about what happened and what was the verdict. This is what they're going to try him for. There's nothing you can do about it. So riot and turn up the city does nothing. I understand the, the frustration and outrage, but... Be strategic about it. And yeah. you know what? I'm glad you mentioned that. This is why it's so important to vote. 
Because the people okay. who were in charge of, of ruling these things are appointed people. People always think about the voting on the national level. Mm-hmm. The attorney general is a black man. You, Daniel Cameron, the... Ooh, he's I'm not a black man. He's not a black man. Like, he has I'm, black I'm, skin, but I'm, he's not a black man. Okay, I'm sorry. So I'm going to say Thank this for- too, and I'm and I'm glad you mentioned that. So, black people, we need to stop having the expectation when our when our politicians and our leaders who are who black. Are, are black that they are going to be subservient Absolutely. to only black people. They don't yeah. because they're supposed to serve the people. Obama. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Prime example on the national um, level. They're supposed to be subservient to people in general, right? Um, but I, you know, I've had I, I never felt like they were gonna. It was gonna be any justice anyway. I felt like they there did, wasn't. They did on the civil side. They did what they <clears throat> felt. Um, they did the bare minimum. They, well, we can, twelve million dollars is not a bare minimum. It's, it's, it's not like money. they gave them twelve thousand. No, no. You know why I say twelve million ain't shit? Personally, it's do you money. remember the girl from Australia? They got killed by the black cop. Mm-mm. So about three, three to five years ago, a girl yes. from Australia got killed yeah, by yeah, a black yeah, yeah, cop. Yeah. You're right. I saw that. Somebody he got just convicted posted, somebody just posted and went that to jail. Mm-hmm. And her family got twenty two million. Mm. So, you know, you 12, answer that. Because guess what? 12 million? Well, they, well, this is their thinking. What, what 12 million to black people? That? Because, you know, sometimes the cities have, um, they have caps on the, um, on their lawsuit, on the um, on the damages that they can actually reward to their caps. Because I think a city of New York has a cap. And I think most cities have a cap. 12 million could have been a cap for Louisville. I don't Not know. at all. You think some more? Nah. Some Let me rich. tell you something. Especially they, when, when, when we got to pay it, like when Kentuckians got to pay it, ain't no limit on no fucking in Kentucky. No. I bet it ain't. Yeah. Kentucky no. got too much money, man. They got too much horse money. There's too many rich motherfuckers there. I guarantee there. you, if, if, the, if the shade of the person, the victim, was different, it would, different. It would be a whole different outcome. And, and, it, it's, it is what it is. We all it know is. exactly what it is. And so... It's an, and it's a shame. Um, you know, we not only we had a conversation on yesterday, and we talked about segregation. The shit wasn't that long ago. No, segregation was literally what? 50 years. Was 50, it 50, 50, 65, 50? 50, it was been 50 years. 50 um, years ago. Segregation ended around 1970. 1970. That was only 50 years ago. Yeah. Four days. I mean. Uh, only 50 years ago. 14 years before my birthday. Yep. Yeah. I was born in 84. Yep. That's a. The South was still. Damn the lie. South was still going by black codes. Damn. And in, and in some states, there are still codes that um, look frown upon interracial marriages. Right. There's still there are still laws that make interracial marriages, and there's some laws that are still against black people. I forget exactly what it is, so I'm not going to get into it because I'm sure have Kentucky facts. got a couple of those still. Oh, oh yeah, Kentucky, South Carolina, <laughs> Georgia, Georgia, yeah. all, all the there. red states. Yep. They're still out there. They're still out there. One thing, so, I, yeah, they are because one thing I learned in my real estate class, my real estate um, instructor, mm-hmm. um, shout out, shout out, Serena Henry. I'm gonna give her a shout out. Um, she pointed <laughs> a lot of that stuff out too. She's a good instructor. She she pointed out a lot in the in the deeds. Mm-hmm. So whenever she said, whenever, the, whenever red we line the red line, she said mm-hmm. to, for us to take a good look at, take a look at the deeds, especially on older homes. And she said, even though it's not practice, you can still see it because it's not that mm-hmm. it's not going to be the um, language isn't going to change. Mm-hmm. They said it that says that you can't sell this home to an African American yeah. mm-hmm. to yeah. a Negro is mm-hmm. actually what the hell is saying yeah. in there. Yeah, pay attention, pay yeah. attention. So with the, with this the upcoming election, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Make sure you know everybody who's on the ballot on your local and national level, not just the presidential because that's what's big right now, right? Yeah. There, are, there, there are elections that are, you know, midterm elections, there are local elections that we have to be aware of because these are the people who determine the outcomes of these local cases that turn into national 
issues. This is an injustice to that poor young woman who was doing nothing but sleeping. <laughs> sleeping. How about, sleeping. Let me ask you this. I mean, like, it, 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 I can't. Yeah, sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check this though. Now, she was in the hallway when she got shot. She was up. But how long do y'all think it's going to take for her mama to run through at $12 million? <sighs> I don't even know. Is it a one-time payment? I don't know. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't I mean, know how that works. I mean, I've been proud of her. I'm pretty mom. sure she took the long out. I mean, the lump sum. Yeah. Which she no has to one, pay taxes on. So she's going to come out with about six or seven. How long y'all think it's going to last? I don't know. I, I don't even want to place judgment on her because I, do. I don't know her. Oh I don't goodness. know her neither, but I'm just saying I know niggas. If, that, if, ain't, if, that ain't never had shit. And yeah. to come into a lump sum like that, I give her five years. Well, I just I for me, the, I, the only thing I I, I hope is, she, um, you know, I can that she continues to do the same thing as Trayvon, Mar- as uh, Tracy Fulton, as, I mean Sabrina Fulton and yep. Tracy Martin, yep. as she continues to fight. Yeah, right. Yeah, for but justice. she got a, she has a gag order. She has a gag order. It's part of because she's been doing it's a part, good, is it part of the the the, the civil set? See. Gag order. I wouldn't even sign that shit. So she can't even. I wouldn't even want the money. If I got to have gag, if, if I had to put a, a gag order to be placed over me to not be able to say anything. She can't I mean, do I, no documentary. She can't talk about it. She can't do shit. See, that's so question. my thing is like, if y'all can put a gag order that's on that me, that white folks I will. I will want in the in the in whatever the contract is a gag order on on y'all and not saying how much y'all gave me if y'all gave me anything. Like, it should have never been announced how much money I received <laughs> if I got a gag order. Why don't y'all gag yourself and be like, nah, we didn't give her no money. You know, y'all can't speak on it neither. You know what I'm saying? It's just me, though, but. That's, and that, but you know what? That's how, that's how these folks, that's how, that's how these folks move. That's how they that's play, how they man. continue to play. Because they know niggas got, every, everybody has a price, black and white. But niggas' price don't be nowhere near what nope. the Nope, and that's why know? $12 million was enough to. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. we need to appreciate ourselves more value ourselves more because and we, we we need to continue ah, we need to continue to keep fighting yeah we do it's, it's a shame we that do. people say segregation ended in the 1970s shit didn't ever really end but now i'm to the point where like <laughs> on paper yeah but <laughs> it, 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 in, theory, paper, no. in the atmosphere i mean you know in media it's like hey there's no segregation anymore this shit never ended I mean, you have a Wells Fargo CEO just saying the other day that yeah, there's no qualified the black, <laughs> the talent pool, the black talent pool is That just low. shows you how, 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 how we're viewed. Yeah. How we are viewed. You know, it, it, there was, there was, I'm sorry. I didn't mean no, go ahead. I wasn't going to say that. Was a little baby? Is that what his name is? He was, uh, there was a video that, that he posted online that was reposted by the Shade Room. <laughs> Yo, spot. And his, I guess, baby mama was a Jada. I don't even know these Joy people. Chase. Joy, whatever. Was, um, he was buying her gifts. Like he bought her this watch, this diamond watch and all this stuff. And people were just like, ooh, you know, I wish my man would do this, blah, 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 blah. And this young man had, had, um, commented and said you know instead of buying all this stuff why don't you buy her like stocks and property i would prefer Facts. and so but I i'm commented, pretty sure he's done it though but here's the thing and so i commented and i said definitely that that to me would be a better gift for me than buying me things that don't have a return on investment so this person wants to now argue with me well how do you know he hasn't bought it for her yet and I yeah said, you don't i said i don't know but this is what they're showing us he's right. not he's not showing us that he bought her property this is a show that he's putting on and as someone who's in the entertainment industry who has a lot of outreach to younger people this is Perhaps what a lot this of influence, influence yeah. this is what they're seeing and baby that's does the it, problem I, I give baby i'm sure he does, he does but it. we don't see it i do that's the problem i see it i guess it's just not on Shade Room. Shade Room don't post it. 
He doesn't that's, post it. But that, yeah, he posts he it. He posts if it. I, if I see it, I, he's got to post it. Okay, but. You see what I'm saying? So, like, the fact that he's trying to get custody of his son, mm-hmm. full custody. Mm-hmm. Like, but the shade room wouldn't post that. They did post that. Ah, did they? Okay. They posted, yeah, they posted that. See, posted I don't that. fuck with, like, the shade rooms of Vlad TV. I don't fuck with them type of people because they're not for us. Mm-hmm. As much as we want to think that they are, I just don't feel like those type of people because they post too much negative shit they about us. They post too much drama. They do post a lot of drama. They, they, but so, but social media, social, social media, media is a mirage. It depends anyway. on who you follow. That's the reason I don't follow those type of people mm-hmm. because I don't want to see that on my timeline. Yeah, I like to see good stuff. I mean, they, they, they do post. They some do post. They happy do. feely. Happy meeting. Not all the time, stuff, but, but they do. The time. But yeah, you know, that's the problem. We need to see more images, imagery of that, investments. Yes. You know yes. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, it's just, I don't know. Anyway, we, we got to do better. But, we um, do. I mean, as a whole, I ain't going to blame little baby, but. We're not going to blame him, no. As a whole. If I'm you just feel saying like, our mindset has to change. Uh, yeah, but how do you change that? I mean, I know it's going to take it, generational work. Generational, generational work. Yeah. Because it took generations to get us that way. It starts yeah. with you and me. And as much as we don't think we have that much of a reach on social media and whatever, we actually do. Because people watch us. Those people then have influence to go influence other people. You see what I'm saying? It's a trickle-down effect. It's a domino it effect. Is. So when, you know, we're seeing things that are like, ooh, diamond watch. Ooh, diamond necklace. I got to go cop that. But, I mean, what but about But we're stuff? older, so. Yeah, that's yeah, we, don't impress uh, us. Speak for yourself. I'm only 27. Thank okay. you. Okay. Have you one player? Uh, okay. damn, twenty seven with fifty six niggas. Bite that's my, bad. Ooh, that's you a married bad. man and your that's wife. Bad. I like your wife. I'm not that's gonna bad. say it. I'm not gonna say it. Hold my mule. Twenty seven. Hold my mule. Twenty seven. Let's let's add. Let's do the numbers. Don't already. do the numbers. First okay. Just twenty seven. She couldn't even be around us. Why? Why would we? Why would we hang around with a twenty seven year old woman? Oh my god! Excuse me. <laughs> I so mean, 27, 27 is grown. Why was some, divided by 56. Why was some 30-something-year-old men hang out with a 27-year-old? Oh, you're 30-something now? Really? You're 30-something uh, now? I mean, Mary would just say he was born in 84. I was born in 87. <laughs> and I was born in 97. Goodbye. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> There you go. Anyway. That only makes you 23, though. You t- yeah. <laughs> I know I couldn't do my math. Yeah, you ain't, good. You ain't quick on the draw. I'm like, oh, what's that? Minus a three. Yeah, you got to get your shit, you gotta get your shit there. 84. 84. I'm 93. Yeah, I'm 93. 93. There you go. Yep. Three years before the Olympics in Atlanta. Yep. So you was the bomber? At three, no. Uh, <laughs> she, she was shitting. Just dropping so bombs on them pull-ups. <laughs> on my pull-ups, like my niece would say. <laughs> my pull-ups. So, so what are we, what are we talking about today? So today, I have the pleasure of introducing you all to this amazing woman that I met through a friend. All women that you know amazing, Courtney. Why are you such a hater? I'm not a all hater. them 60. <sighs> all them old cougars. I'm she hangs hater. with. And I'm not a hater. I'm going to ignore that. Hey, you know what? Before you introduce <sighs> our guest, I don't want to interrupt you. So didn't Mary say, is this a start? Yes. Of season three. Season three. Oh, yeah, First yeah, yeah, episode, yeah. season three. That's right. We are 40 episodes in. Yes. 21st episode, uh, first season, that's, 22nd season. That's, that's is, amazing. That's amazing. I didn't think we would make it. It's remarkable. You didn't think we'd make it? I had faith in us. I, I did. Didn't. Why not? Because of me. Because <laughs> I know me. Yeah. Oh, Mary, I, let's give a, come on, let's clap for Mary. <laughs> 
Because I usually quit on shit. Do quit shit. Quitters yeah, never win, and I'm so proud of you for sticking with us. And then, you know what it is? Because you like us. You like our conversation. Yeah, it's cool. It's and cool. I, I mean, I like to argue. Anybody anybody I can argue with, I'm good with. And you get to sit here every week and argue with us for an hour it's and a half. Dope. Yeah. It's been It's yep, been it a has. dope experience. It's been therapeutic it for me, I know. Me too. Me too. Yeah. And it's an escape. It is. From so, uh, home. And it's been a lot of people. It's, we have a lot of people that listen to the podcast. Yes. We do. Um, yes. I look every week and look yes. at our analytics and everything and look they at look the good. plays and stuff. They do look they good. Look we good. average around like 70 plays each episode. We We've do. already have what, probably over 4,700 yeah. plays, 4,800 yeah. plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, That's awesome. Pretty dope. That's amazing. And so before I introduce our guests, I'm going to say this. Thank you, fellas, for and allowing me to be part of the conversation. You're welcome. And okay, you're welcome, yes. Queen. Thank you. Are we going to tell our real ages this season? Mm, I mean, I think I've already mentioned it maybe in the past season on my birthday. I, I think I did. No, I don't think we did. Okay, well, never mind. Then you don't need to know. Okay, that's cool. But, um, yes, and thank you to our wonderful guest, everybody who's been part of the show. Yes. Joining us, sharing their knowledge, um, being part of the conversation, and thank you most importantly to our listeners, those who listen, provide feedback, whether it's good, bad, and different, those who tune in, and those who share. I know some dope people who are constantly sharing. Yes, thank um, you. Thank you good so, so much. And we this year, really I mean, do. this season, we're going to ramp it up, so we're going to need more feedback. Yes. More feedback on topics that y'all would like to hear us talk about. Yes. We want to get more involved with the listeners. And we're going to uh, film Yes. We're going to do video this, We're going this season. Video. That's right. Not every, not, every, not every episode. No. Because I won't have a haircut every maybe, episode. Maybe twice. Maybe and twice. wait, my shit's over oh, here looking Mary. right now. Maybe twice a month. Put a hat on. Yeah, once or twice a month. Once or twice a month. Yeah. 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 And we got some giveaways, too. Oh, yes, yeah, we'll do we do. Giveaways. We yeah. do. Stay yeah. tuned, because I'm excited giveaways. about those. Yeah. yeah. We're trying to get up to where we give away a car, so I'm a Tesla. Courtesy of, of BG, King BG. Okay, big ball. He got Tesla money. Oh, Really? That's a fucking lie. <laughs> I don't like to call my brother no liar, but <laughs> they got Tesla money. Yeah, they lie. We try to get him to buy y'all a Tesla. Yeah, you gotta speak Les it into Tesla existence. Is a bicycle. I get you on a bike. Some of y'all need to ride bikes. Right around Tesla. you ain't right. Go walking, running. Yeah, I'm one shit. of those guys. I got an MRI on my knees, man. I'm getting some new knees. Y'all ain't right. You got an MRI? On yeah. Your knees? Monday. Oh, my. Yeah, I, I had to, man. They really? Yeah. You yeah, next. Hive shit, right? You up next. You on deck. I don't even want to go. up uh, I don't even want to go pee when I come here. That's why I normally go out steps. of here. Yeah, man. Steps. It's two sets of steps I have to walk up, man. I normally go outside mm. in your backyard. I know that shit sound real cavemanish. Oh, it is cavemanish. Can we just it should constantly go back? I said it's constantly my it's probably smell like uh uh, outhouse out there, motherfuckers, as much as I go out there. Homeless dudes live back there. <laughs> They're living up under the porch. <laughs> Let's keep it together. And on the line, I have um, LaShawn Davis, who is the HR guru. She is, um, uh, I, I don't want to say master, I would say a uh, a, a leader in um, workplace, all, all conversations regarding workplace. Um, and uh, let's see, on Instagram, you are the HR plug as well as on Facebook. You are mm-hmm. deemed the workplace fixer, um, a mastermind in transforming dysfunctional workplaces because we've all been in one or two, <laughs> a leadership development guru, and an employee relations expert. So without further ado... Miss LaShawn Davis. Welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome, Miss Davis. 
All right, LaShawn, so um, we've done the introductions. Do you want to go ahead and let us know a little bit about yourself and uh, the work that you do, and we can get started with the conversation? Sure. So I am LaShawn Davis. When I introduce myself, I always have to say that I am a graduate of the number one HBCU, literally, Florida A&M University. And um, I am, as you said, the HR guru, founder of the HR Plug. And um, I come with vast experience from several Fortune 550 and 10 companies, okay. um, all in the space of um, employee relations. And um, that's, and I've also have a master's in HR, and I also have my senior certification in HR. So I really know my stuff when it comes to HR. So um, that's, right. that's just a little bit about me. Okay. Are you um, black? I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> just want to make sure. What did you just ask her? Was she black? Yeah. Yes. Yes. I just yeah. want to make sure. It's um, a lot. Well, I don't know. White LaShawn's. You'd be surprised. Go to the I strip know. club. <laughs> 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 yep, I am proudly. And that's one of the reasons why I do what I do to help other black people like me. So That's great. That that's is great. amazing. So um, tell us about HR because I think in the workplace – well, people who don't who aren't really familiar with HR, it's human resources, right? Mm-hmm. And um, human resources, what does human resource encompass in the workplace? Right. So uh, a lot of people think of human resources. They think about benefits or a leave of absence or if I'm sick and I need to, you know, miss work for any reasons, they think about HR. And that is a part of it. But the area of HR that I specialize in has to do with employee relations, how people are treated at work, mm-hmm. um, how to empower employees to to know their rights and responsibilities as employees in the workplace, um, making sure that you are treated fair and equitably at work by your leaders and that leaders understand what their responsibilities are mm-hmm. and how they treat employees and treating them as people. So the, the HR that I specialize in has to do all in the dynamics of workplace relationships. Um, And a lot of people don't realize or recognize that that is a part of the HR responsibilities. We're not just here to appease companies or corporations. We are supposed to be a balance between the employee's needs and rights and the employer's responsibilities. Absolutely. So like a union? Are y'all like a union type thing? No, so we're not a union, right? So it's it's like, yeah, I mean, the way you describe it is a union without a union. I personally, you know, would prefer for leaders to do their job so that unions aren't required at work. But we try to advocate for employees when they feel voiceless Mm -hmm. so that leaders can get their stuff together and, and treat them right so that everybody at the end of the day can win. You know, it's 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 very interesting that you mentioned that because when workers usually think of HR, they think of disciplinary. Mm-hmm. That, that, you know, that that's the part that comes to them is disciplinary action. But HR is right. more than that. I mean, human resources right. definitely tracks. I think you all are advocates for the employees. When, Correct. Yeah. So um, just tell us a little bit more, too, about what those activities are, because there, there's some, you know, HR, yeah. HR is looked upon. I will tell you from my experience in the workplace, HR is a place you don't want to be. <laughs> when HR right. sends an email, you're like, oh, uh-uh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, there's definitely a negative tone when you hear HR or HR needs to speak to you. You know, everybody automatically thinks trouble. And a lot of the reason for that is that leaders will quickly come to HR when they're ready to fire somebody. Mm-hmm. But rarely do employees come to HR when they need someone to speak up on their behalf because of mistreatment. That's right. And 
you know, sadly enough, several employees don't even understand what mistreatment is in the workplace, what is against the law for your leaders to do um, or say. And um, a lot of that is why the HR plug exists, because people have succumbed to what I call workplace bullying or workplace abuse and don't even recognize or realize it because they've just become numb to being treated poorly. Um, so I try to use my platform to educate, inspire, and empower uh, people to understand, hey, you know, it is not okay for them to not promote you because you're Black. It's not okay for them to speak to you this way. It's not okay for you not to get uh, attention for your injury at work. Like, I try to teach them that because they don't even recognize that's the place of HR in the workplace. Wow. So tell me about, about the discrimination at work because you mentioned something about yeah. The promotion um, yesterday, I think, was it yesterday when the Wells Fargo CEO came out and said? Um, the day before oh yesterday. The day before yesterday. Because he tried yeah. to fix it up. To, yeah, yes, he tried to, to fix it up. Yeah, he, <laughs> he tried to clean it up a little yeah. bit. <sighs> yeah. Do we I consider mean, that? So was he out of line or was he right on par with his company? Absolutely out of line. Okay. Out of line. As a leader, I don't care if you feel that way. When you have, um, you know, people who work for you who fall into that category, you need to shut your mouth. I mean, mm. um, you know, and, and he's dead wrong for the statement he made was basically that there's a very limited pool of black talent to recruit from. Unbelievable. And, do you think that was you know, a lie? Do I say that again? I'm sorry. Do you think that was a lie? I think that's a lie. I think they're just not looking in the right places. That's well, right. Bam. Um, well, let me, let me, so you say you're not looking in the right places. So let me, let me mm -hmm. just, I want to um, ask a question. If they're not looking in the right places, we have tons of talented black, um, you know, Hispanic, whatever culture it is looking mm -hmm. for jobs right now. And they're applying for jobs right now. Um, and, that automatic tracking system or whatever mm -hmm. the case may be. If you don't have human eyes taking a look at these resumes mm -hmm. right now, people mm -hmm. aren't getting opportunities. Yeah. So why I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of curious, like, why is that? He's saying it's not any, he, from his perspective, it's not any black talent. He's also mm -hmm. not the one looking, but he's not the one looking, but the ones who are looking, are they really looking or are they allowing right. a system to do their work for them? I know it's kind so of based hard. On the but based on information that he got, he might not be lying. So I'm saying maybe the people that under him that are looking are not reporting the facts are as reporting. A CEO, yeah, that's what I was he, saying. But you as a saying? CEO of the company, yeah. though, is he really being? Is he really concerned with? Not low, at all. Low, I don't have, low, I don't level, have time. low level hiring. I don't have time to be concerned. Yeah, so. but I'm not lying when I said that. I don't oh, but have wait, a big no, pool. you do have time. You do have time to be concerned <laughs> as a leader, and that's the problem right there. They don't find that diversifying talent is their responsibility when it is. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and to your point about applicant tracking systems and not a human eye, you know, looking at the resumes. Well, when you're going to Ivy League schools to recruit, who do you expect will apply? Mm. Mm. That's true. If that's if that's you know, where you're looking. Is that where, right? You know, how many, you know, look at the demographics of how many bank account holders are at Wells Fargo. How many of those uh, members of your bank have you even... Uh, you know, said, do you send out an email? Hey, we're hiring for this. Oh, where are you targeting your market, your, your target audience for employees? And those are the questions he should have been asking if he came to that conclusion based on what other people said at his company. I said, I saw somebody say something about that too. Well, maybe he needs to take start doing recruiting at um, HBCUs. Mm -hmm. It's like saying, um, Jeff Boze should go through every plant and pick out shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just probably mm -hmm. not possible. 
No, but that's why you hire leaders who are competent. That's okay. why you, 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 you know, you, you put people in positions. You have, I'm sure, a VP of talent acquisition mm-hmm. who has a director of talent acquisition, who has a manager of talent acquisition, mm-hmm. who has specialists that are talent You know, mm-hmm. there's a whole organizational structure, I guarantee you, that's dedicated to talent acquisition. So and while it's not directly... Son. Because I got a problem with talent acquisition right now. Oh, absolutely. I got mm-hmm. a big problem with talent acquisition. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, what's your problem, bro? My problem is okay, so I'm a black male, talented black male, been in leadership, been in, you know, client relations, customer success for 20 years. So now, you know, I'm out looking for employment and I'm applying mm-hmm. to all these different places that match mm-hmm. my skill set to a T mm-hmm. and I apply and I get these rejection emails mm-hmm. over, need to beef and up your over resume. and over again. Beef it up to what else, what else, whatever, yeah. what else is there for me to do? Lie. I've even had a professional. Beef it up. He was a CEO of Wells <laughs> Fargo at one point. Right? That's right. But, but you know what? They're going to, that's going to, they're going to background that. Yeah. So, you and know, well, you, yeah, can well, lie, you can lie if you want, but you, you know, scared, some companies yeah. will find out. Yeah. They'll find nah. out. Well, some companies are not going to go that deep in the background. I'm going to tell you, when I interviewed with ADP, man, they back, they went, they oh, ADP don't play everything. They made sure I held mm-hmm. all the positions that I had. They checked the salary, they mm-hmm. the, make sure the salaries that I stated I made at those jobs. Mm-hmm. They made sure I had all the degrees that I said. They, it, they did. Yep. It took them a week. Yep. And anytime they had a question, the company that that did my background came back to they ask me. They can resend the offer yep. if they find out any information you provided them is incorrect. Yep. They did. They mm-hmm. went deep. I haven't been in that world forever, so I know, I know. they it's, went. So deep. y'all need to just start y'all's own companies. Yeah. Well, that's how I mean, I mean, high and fire. Also, it's who you know. I mean, networking has a lot to do with the jobs you get. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. A lot of you know, some people have awful resumes and you and, and still get hired just because I, you know they know somebody who knows somebody who knows somebody. That's just like people you know who got bad ass credit and they stay getting yeah. cars and houses. <laughs> and I right. not be like, understand it, yo, man. I know you got two cars repo right. last year. How you got a Benz this <laughs> How you year? Got that car? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, I used it's to a loophole in uh, everything. There is a loophole. Mm-hmm. A VP of HR at, um, at a company I used to work for, a black woman, very, very, very intelligent woman. She said, "It's not all. It's not always about who you know, but it's about who knows you and what they know about you as well. So it goes beyond mm-hmm. who you know. Who, what, who, do, who do you know that knows you? Because I can say I know Michelle Obama. Mm-hmm. Does she know me? <laughs> Nope. She you know might. what I'm saying? She might. How does Michelle Obama know me? I, Y'all about the same age. She might have listened to the podcast. <laughs> you see that? Michelle Obama listened to our podcast. What did I tell you? You're about Michelle, the same age. Yeah. You, you think they probably was with the same school you, together? You, we did. you think Brock called Michelle on Monday? Michelle, let me be clear. One point two age podcast is on. Oh my God. Here Michelle. he goes with his impersonation. Oh. Michelle, did you like that one just now? That was my Brock. Let me, let me be clear. I heard it. I heard it. I thought he was clear. Oh, Lord, I swear. My goodness. They some haters. <laughs> you know what? Nashai, if I work, if all of us, you know what? We need HR because I want to report these two assholes. <laughs> I ain't report us I, for bullying. I quit for workplace. You, you quit? quit? I quit. Oh, my God. That's how I solve all my shit. I just See, quit. Started my own company. I, I forgot to warn you about these two. My apologies in advance. <laughs> Well, I'm going to try and keep them on track with the conversation. Um, but yes, no, Brian, you bring up a very good point about the retreat. It, it is. I was, I, I feel you. I was out of work for a year and two months. And mm-hmm. out of that year and two months, I cannot tell you how many jobs I applied to that I know good and well. 
I was qualified for, how many interviews I went to that did not go well. It's very frustrating when you know mm -hmm. you are good for a job, but it, somehow you get lost in the shuffle, whether it's between through the applicant tracking system or it's internal processes that calls for them to post the job externally mm -hmm. after they've already posted it internally and already and they have, know who they want anyway. Thank you. Yep. And so they're just doing their due diligence <laughs> yep. by putting it out there. Like, okay, let's keep it out there on Indeed for five days. Take it off. Okay, we already know who we're going to. So, so any suggestions, Let me, let me ask y'all this. Do y'all know anybody who has been hired through Monsters or Indeed or any of those type of networks? Good question, Sean. So Monster, uh, my opinion, is outdated. Um, I mean, I know it's still out there and exists, but I've not heard or seen any companies use Monster, but I have seen companies use Indeed. Okay, so Indeed. So Monsters. Mm-hmm. Mm Okay, so which, which one is the best out of all of them? I know it's more than Monsters and Indeed. Yeah, I mean, I think a good platform right now is LinkedIn. Everybody's so saying that. Yeah. If you don't have a LinkedIn profile, that's what you need to get. And LinkedIn it. just has a lot of ways for you to showcase Connect. that you're looking for work mm -hmm. through hashtags, through connections. People mm -hmm. can leave recommendations about you on your profile. Mm -hmm. So it's like she said, not just who you know, but who's know, who knows you. Yeah. And they can, um, you know, leave those comments on there. So that would be, that's how I, you know, find my job. If I'm looking for a job, I, I, I definitely use LinkedIn. Mm -hmm. And it also shows who you're connected to. Who might be connected to somebody that's at where right. you're trying to get. Right. Okay. The connection. You know? mm -hmm. There you go, Brian. Yeah. LinkedIn. I'm LinkedIn on, is dope. I'm on LinkedIn. Yeah. LinkedIn I find is you dope. need to beef that shit up, man. Most of all my job. You know what? I had a um I had a company, uh, well, my job, of course, you know, I guess because this was guilt. <laughs> guilt for for their reduction in workforce. They um Beefed put up us, the resume. No, they put us with a um career counseling. Was it Lehigh, outplacement Lehigh, services. Yeah, outplacement service, mm -hmm. Lehigh Heck? Mm -hmm. So they went over my resume. We set up my LinkedIn page. I go to these different, I meet my counselor. I go to these different webinars and all this other stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. So Lashar, any advice that you give somebody that's mm -hmm. having difficulties right now, like such as myself? Yeah, Sure. So what, what industry are you in? Um, client services. Just say so like client customer services. success, client service. Yeah. Relationship management. Okay. So then exactly. I would look at, different what associations that are local to here like where we live that um would be you know filled with other professionals either that are male that are black that are you know whatever there's a lot of them out there you have you know the the um atlanta black business um you know professionals mm -hmm. and things like that and try to join those organizations and go to the the, the um, events that they have, the networking events, and get to meet people um, who are in the same industry as you or who work, you know, because that's, that's a part of networking is you got to get out there too, yeah. you know. Um, and there's a lot of things not happening now, but they're having a lot of virtual um, conferences. Mm -hmm. There's um, the MBA programs. There's, um, you don't have to have an MBA to join the, the Black MBA Association. Um, oh. You know, so so look and see what um, groups are on LinkedIn as well okay. that are aligned to your industry because there's a lot of groups like how Facebook has groups, you know, on certain things. Mm -hmm. LinkedIn has groups too that you can join and talk to people who are in the same boat or in the same industry that you're in and try to see what you can get from there as well. And also get creative um, and, and, you know, just, uh, you know, go to places or call places or visit places that you may not know ordinarily have visit or thought to work. Um, who, who, so for example, let's say you apply to ADT and maybe you're really into like um, security or if I'm thinking the right ADT, right? But you maybe never thought about going to work at a hospital. You want to look at industries that don't 
you know, that people will always have a job in, like the hospitals or like, you know, the schools. When you get into like housing or banking or those types of industries, you're setting yourself up for potential layoffs because those depend on how the economy is doing. Mm -hmm. But if you go to industries that don't depend on the, the economy for sustainability, then you also like retail, some retailers like pharmacies, um, you know, um, anything that's definitely medical, human services arenas, those types of things will always be necessary and needed. So try to stay in those industries when you're applying for jobs as well. Okay. Oh, that's good. Thank you. Um, so let me ask you a question too. When it comes to finding a job, the traditional, the old school way, which is going online and applying. Looking in the paper. <laughs> All right. <laughs> the wanted ads. Remember, we used to live with job in the newspaper. I know, right? For sure. Versus networking. That's the last time I worked. Which one do you think is more efficient? And this might not even, there might not even be a one that's preferred over the other. It might be circumstantial, but applying versus yeah. actually networking. So most people just apply. Right. That's that's the old right. way of thinking. I apply and then I wait for the for the answer. But do you apply and then what? What should you do? Follow up, right? Yeah, I mean, you can follow up. You you want to see if you can find recruiters at that company um, okay. on LinkedIn. You I mean, you know, people post all their business on there. So I just go looking. Sure okay, do. who's a recruiter? Oh, you're a recruiter here? Mm -hmm. Okay, I send them a message. Hey, I applied for this role. So Would is you that, happen to is know that who cool recruiter to do that, though? Send Very cool. Just send a message to recruiters. I mean, That's what yeah, it's, it's cool. And if just they don't, don't get... like it, then who cares? Like, yeah. what do you have to lose? That's yeah, right. Just, okay. just don't get uh, stalkish with it. I just went on your Facebook page And don't page act too. like they're your homeboy or your homegirl. Like, right. don't act like you know them. You yeah, know, right. keep it respectful and professional. Okay. But absolutely, I mean, I've had people reach out to me on LinkedIn and say, hey, you know, I, you work with a colleague of mine over here and I see you work here now. Can you tell me about, and I mean, I, and I will help them or I will, you know, do what I can. Good so that's you. what LinkedIn is for. It is. You know, you can look and find people and, and, and connect that way. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and mm -hmm. it can be intimidating to reach out to people you don't know. Absolutely. Right? And, and no, it's not. It's it can not. be. You it, know why? Why? Because Brian is the same guy that'll go into girls' DMs. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So like, you could go in a DM, I, right? I, I, you can go in a DM, you can go in on LinkedIn and, and connect. Why are you telling all his business? <laughs> no, because every time I'm sick, you know what I'm sick of. You know what I'm sick of. I never go in and I go to my DM. I'm scrolling down my Instagram. And every time a, a, a big butt girl, a, a girl come up, <laughs> guess who's the first person that likes it? King DG from SC. That's a lie. I will look. He ain't, he ain't scared, and you can't he be scared, scared to go to like a baby. You ain't scared. Yeah. If he's talking about Megan Thee Stallion, I'm talking pizza, about any female. Yeah, yes, I like Megan's mm -hmm. pictures, all the pictures. What about old girl, um, Mississippi? In my yeah. oh my god, I did like, oh my yeah. gosh, y'all on P Valley now. Huh? Oh my gosh, <laughs> yes, they are. We, Sean, we apologize, they do, they but do. It's okay, that's how we keep it lively and interesting. Yes. So, yeah. so going back to what you were saying earlier now, so listen, I've worked for companies before, and you know, I've had managers who. I technically really didn't like. They did a lot of stuff that were that was unethical and stuff at work. But to me, mm -hmm. I feel like going to HR. You don't want to tattle. You don't want to go to HR because you feel like <laughs> HR isn't. You said earlier, you, HR is right. there for you, for the employee. You're employee advocate. But I never feel like HR was an advocate because it feel like once you put all three of us in the room you together, might, you might be on like the, you might be on the trail. You're like, well, damn, I just came to get on him. <laughs> But now you telling me stuff I just did. Like you saying stuff right. now, you, now everything that he didn't document oh, you did your, does, you did that, you did pulling your performance reviews. Yeah. Now I'm getting a write up. Yeah. You never had a conversation <laughs> with me before about any of this. 
It's not on any performance appraisal. But now I'm in Nothing. trouble and I came to yeah. tell on him. But that could be intimidating, though. That's why a lot of Stop people... snitching, man. <laughs> well, you know, well, that's actually um, called retaliation. And mm-hmm. um, um, but that that's that's why the HR plug exists, because mm-hmm. like you said, people um, get afraid or intimidated to go to HR because now my manager mad at me. And what does that mean for my job? And I need this job because I need my check and I need, you know, mm-hmm. and so people endure silently or suffer silently because of it. But with the HR plug, I have a lot of people who actually reach out to me to say, Hey, um, my manager gave me this paperwork and I don't want to sign it. Do I have to sign it? Mm-hmm. Or I can't go back to work because of COVID, but they're saying if I don't go back, I'll lose my job. Like I give advice and I tell you what trigger words to say. Cause there mm. are certain trigger words you can say that will scare HR and scare your manager. And then they'll leave you alone. Yeah. Um, you know, depending on the situation. So, um, I, I try to empower folks to not be scared. There's a lot of laws out there that do protect you from being retaliated against. But again, I get it's scary so take a partner, take a resource, and, and call me. Yeah. Okay. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Good. Because I, like I said, I always feel like y'all, y'all say y'all for us, but then as soon as we get to that, uh-huh. office, well, Brian, I just had a conversation with your manager, <laughs> and your manager <laughs> said that you've been late to work twelve times in the last mm-hmm. month. Like, well, goddamn, I just came, I came up here to talk. And then, and then you say, well, when the, when it happened the first couple of times, why didn't anybody say anything to me about it? Exactly. Right. Exactly. You know, you you gotta throw it right back at them, and what can they say? Are you waiting to? Were you were you um, holding on to this information to try to pin it on me at one time because you're targeting me right now? Yeah. Yeah. You know, when I you like say that. certain Turn words and come back a certain response, yes, I you, like that. And when you tell them, I know my stuff, then they then they you know back off a little bit. But again, it takes somebody to school folks on. On what that looks like and what that means, and so, people don't know that. So I should have had an HR plug. That's what mm-hmm. you should have. Yeah, you got one now. Yeah, I do. So let me. Uh, yeah, I mean, some HRs do suck. I mean, they're not all good. Some yeah, of them are scared of the managers you. and the leaders, so they yeah. don't, you know, want to speak up or talk. Affleck um, HR. <laughs> oh my God! Did you right. just say? Oh my God. So, I don't want y'all thinking that they're podcast. all equipped. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I got Affleck insurance, man. You I can't fuck my shit up. I don't even work for them no more, so I'm gonna say it. Oh. Okay. HR was, was terrible. Oh my god. Okay. I, you know what? I'm I'm gonna be honest with you. My exit interview, I said I told all kind of stuff. <laughs> they asked, they wanted so, me to so be honest. You're marked non rehireable in the system. No, right. no, I'm snitch well, ass nigga. Don't hire this snitch nigga. I might be, but I'm when they asked me questions. You gave them the truth. I gave them I was real transparent. And I think a lot of stuff that I said, they started doing some investigations on some stuff. <laughs> oh my God. You snitch on people? I ain't, I ain't, I ain't I'm not a snitch. <sighs> I just told you them titled. certain facts. I hate, I hate exit interviews. That I, they did. For that really? reason. I do. I really hmm. do. I feel like you need to care about how I feel while I'm working here. This Why are you true. waiting until I leave to ask Thank me, you, LaShawn. You know, you, uh, about it. Thank you, because I've had, I've had, um, concerns over certain things a number of times while I worked there. Yeah. And it's funny that, and I'm not gonna, I'm just going to say black, because all our HR people are black folks, and they will sit there, and they'll have, you know, side <laughs> conversations with you about stuff that's going on, but then they just play nothing dumb. Happened, like yeah. Nothing happened. They Nothing happened. <laughs> so, if, you know, once you, you, you know, you had the conversation with them, they know, oh, I don't like how this go. Mm-hmm. You know, they hiring folks over this folks. They hire their friends, but they don't do shit. Mm. Mhm. Mm. Yeah. So how are you protecting my interests? Yeah, that that's where Yeah. I, yeah. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was going to say well that's where a lot of the 
the distrust in HR comes from too. Mm-hmm. Because they're talking, they're having sidebar conversations with you, but they're not so just saying a, anything. How does an HR person gain the trust of the employees? Good question. Yeah. Yeah, that's their job too. I mean, a lot of it is is being personable and transparent with them. Um, don't make false promises that you know you can't keep or have the power to grant. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, let them see you challenging leaders to do the right thing. Mm. Um, you know, because that's how you build trust and have, you know, engaging activities like foster that type of work culture where people feel comfortable to come to you with stuff because if you become part of the people they don't like, that's when you get unions and that's when all the other stuff happens, um, you know, in the business. So it's all about that transparency, trust, and then just, just being open and honest. If you can't do something, tell them that Mm. people respect honesty versus, you know, you putting on a facade, like, you know what you're doing and you really don't, if you don't know something, say, I don't know. Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's, I, I mean, and HR is not a it's it's not an easy job. I mean it's it's more of an art, not a science. God bless. You know, meaning you can't be trained on how to do HR. You have to just be talented or gifted in that thing to do it right. Uh, a lot of people don't feel that way. A lot of people feel like, well, you know, I was a good manager, so I can go in HR, and then they fail. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so nothing you have to wrong be an with asshole to be in HR. No, because I think I could be a good HR person. <laughs> no, you would not. I mean, there are some yeah, <laughs> there are some tendencies that you need she to be able to. <laughs> I'm gonna keep it real. Yeah, there are, I mean, you do in a sense because you gotta be. You you can't be afraid to to stand your ground and tell somebody when they're wrong, even exactly. if they don't like it. You know how many people don't like me at places I've worked, but they all respect me. That's yeah. all I want and, is the respect. <laughs> and so. you got to be okay with not being liked, but they can't ever say anything bad or, or that you disrespect them. Because don't nobody ever like HR people. We used to run I'm like, good with that, though. I I like actually, roaches when the HR people with that. As long as I come home and my wife still likes me, I'm good with that. Oh, <laughs> right. in that order. <laughs> <I'm good. laughs> mm. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've lost, I mean, I've, I've, I've had my share of fights. I mean, I'm, I'm almost like a civil rights person for employees in the right. workplace and the places I work because yeah. especially now, like I did not anticipate having this, 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 uh, interview on the day of this travesty with Breonna Taylor. But yeah. you know, all I could think about is how are people going to go back to work tomorrow mm. and, and, and work for these companies. Right. And, um, <sighs> knowing that taxes are coming out of your paycheck, that's paying for the social system that doesn't even treat you right. Right. Um, you know, black employees are exhausted right now, scared, um, you know, emotionally drained Mm -hmm. and got to go back and work Mm -hmm. and pretend like everything's okay. They got to go look and Kentucky's full of it. And pretend like everything is so prejudiced, man. And it's not, it's not even like it's (sighs) underlying prejudice. It's like bluntly in your face. It's blatant. In your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. It's blatant. Yeah. It's crazy, man. And these people and gotta go back hard. and work for them. It's very difficult. Yeah. These white and it's so face. hard. Yeah. It's so and my heart, I'm like, my I'm, I'm, my heart is broken because I'm just like, companies don't, you know, so I won't say all of them, but they need to care about the mental health and the mental stability of what yeah. black people in these, you know, everywhere yeah. is going through. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's hard, especially when your president um, you know, bans <laughs> racial insensitive <laughs> insensitivity training. Oh, you know, he, he stopped that. training for diversity and these issues out of federal buildings, federal agencies, and federal contractors. So he's basically saying, and you guys cannot train people on how to be, um, you know, sensitive when it comes to diversity issues in the workplace. Because he doesn't care. 
because he doesn't care. He doesn't and, but care. yet, this is the fight that I'm still going through to try to tell leaders, y'all got to care, even when your you president doesn't. You have to. Yeah. Well, you know what? They're going to continue to keep can continue to do what they what they've been doing all along. Yeah. And black people are supposed to take it on the chin. We're supposed to take it on right. the chin. We're supposed to just continue to just go because we're strong. We're now, but based on history, we always take it on the chin. That's right. And you we know turn, why? Because and we we're strong. It's cool. Whatever the case may be, we should stop taking it on the chin. And Fight stop back. turning it on the cheek. Quit getting yeah. smacked. That's right. Black people are the most forgiving race. Out of everybody. Out of, out of everybody. So, like, that's what I was going to ask y'all earlier. Marching, mm-hmm. protesting, nonviolent protesting, whatever they call it, peaceful protesting, mm-hmm. where do we go from here? We see that that doesn't work. It does work. We, we How? Mary. Brianna Taylor well, today, about, well, it showed talking us. about Brianna Taylor. But so, look, so, look at, we just talked about segregation ended around 1970. So look at mm-hmm. from 1954 when the civil rights movement started to now. We are afforded a lot of civil liberties and a lot of freedoms and a lot of other things that Dr. King, um, you know, Ralph Abernathy and everybody else marched for. They got sprayed with water hoses. They had dogs sick on them. They got murdered. They got hung, lynched. They did all of that stuff for us to be able to do for nothing some of the change. things that we can do now. It, it I don't want to say nothing's changed. I want to say nothing's changed. Long way to we go. still have a long way to go. We mm-hmm. we've come a long way, but it's still a long way to go. And I think we were we got comfortable with what we were given, and we allowed. To continue to we allow some stuff to continue to keep going happening i i, I don't think the, i don't think bed. we're going to be alive to see the end of all of this i really don't it's a con, it's a continuous struggle yeah. and part of the strategy is to tire us into submitting and to stop fighting because they know how they know how before. tenacious we are right black people as a people are tenacious we are strong when we're united when mm-hmm. we stick together and when we stop right. When we stop lying down and saying, you know what, this is just how it is. White this people, is how we're going to do it. White people don't want to talk about it. They don't because they, it makes they them don't have to talk about they it. Don't. And that's yeah. the, and that's, they don't, yeah. and that's their problem, right? That's why they're so pissed off. It's not a problem. It, it doesn't affect them. No, they want us to. They want us to quit. They want us to quit marching. They want us to quit protesting. They want us to quit riding. They, they want to get over it. They want to get over it. They don't want to talk about why. Well, you know, you're not in segregation anymore. Slavery has happened. It happened. Forget about it. Here's what you got to understand. They want us to. This country was built for them. So I don't have to talk about exactly. That's like, that's the asshole. I, it'd be the asshole with me. Mm-hmm. Motherfucker, this shit was built for me. I don't have to talk to you. You a peon. Mm-hmm. You ain't nothing to me. So I don't have to talk to you. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, like I say, the CEO mm-hmm. of, of Wells Fargo going mm-hmm. down to talk to the guy down in the mailroom. Mm-hmm. He's not going to do it. And he don't have to because it's his company. He's CEO. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. So like, that's how you got to see so this country. The country is, is the company. Of the country. Yeah, they are. I mean, they are with us being making only making up of what 13 percent of the even country. Even if we, even if even <laughs> the, the fact that we built this country, for free. the fact that we put yeah, up with no. so much mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. laid down so many times mm-hmm. and stood up so many times and got laid back. You know what I'm saying? So it's like this a battle. We just, I guess y'all say we got to keep on. We're gonna have to keep on fighting. Me. Yeah, we got to keep on fighting. We're going to have to. Yeah. It's, it's, I, it comes to a point where we have to... What do you want? If we keep on fighting, what do you want at the end? Hmm? What do you mean? I mean, I think it, it has to come to a point where we're not... Where, you know, our ancestors and the fighting and all of that got us in the room. And we have to be to a point where we're not okay just being in the room and, mm-hmm. and, and we're actually at a seat at the table. Mm-hmm. 
you know, and, and where, where we're saying and, and what we're feeling and thinking has a weight in what happens. Right yeah. now, people are okay with, well, we have black people who work here, so we're diverse. But none of those voices, thoughts, <laughs> opinions, ideas resonate anywhere in the company. They don't. Um, Not at so all. that's the next step. When, when are you going to go look at a board of directors and there's going to be more black people on it than white? Than white. You know, when are you exactly. going to look yeah. and see yeah. more women in, in senior leadership roles in exactly. Fortune 500 companies? Like, you know, it should not be news anymore that a black man is now CEO of Lowe's. Like, why is that? Right. So, you know, we got to get to a point. Like we finally got a first african-american ceo and i'm like we're late yeah <laughs> why are we it's celebrating right. well, this we're, we're late well you know this is progress like y'all just said it, it is progress but we're late we're late it should, it's you should, progress, but here's the thing yeah. when you celebrate it we get comfortable you see what i'm saying don't celebrate mm-hmm. it and then just be like okay well now we're done keep moving the right. needle forward but you just said it about little baby what celebrating mm-hmm. so what if he starts celebrating uh, stocks and stuff he buys for his 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 child's mother. Little baby, yes, we want to see more of that. We need to see more of but that. But then he's gonna get comfortable with what celebrating those wins. No, but those are small, small wins. wins. Those are small wins. What I'm talking about is we we need to stop celebrating. Well, we need to not just stop when we're celebrating. We need to continue. So yeah, instead of showing him buying his baby mama those gold diamond encrusted you know watches or whatever that she probably will never wear in public because i would feel uncomfortable wearing all that money around my 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 wrist you know talk about investments you know let's talk about building generational wealth that's how we create our seat at the table or that's how we create our own table because right now we rely on them giving us accolades to become something yeah. we gotta force i'm just gonna way, put that out force there our way in the door instead of waiting for them to give us an invitation because we're gonna continue mm-hmm. to keep and waiting. build your own no, door let's just keep on peacefully protesting then guys well, we, we can keep pro- protesting it's gonna, it's gonna be the way that's, <laughs> the, that's, that's my whole that's point there are different like, ways the right. it's, it's, the found, it's the foundation protesting there was are different ways the protest it was the foundation that's what mark did that's what uh but then if you look back to we had those were leaders mm-hmm. where who are our leaders we don't have leaders now I'm sorry. Baby, there's no there's no leaders, leaders now Jay-Z, no. Cause, beyonce cause will I, smith I, jada they quiet. They're entertainers you know they, 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 they are leaders. leaders to me okay they, they so might when not, i said i might have a conversation around. with my dad my dad said brother y'all in trouble because he are. said all of our leaders no john lewis died and when ct vivian died he said y'all in trouble ain't no doubt ain't no doubt about it but you can't say that they're not leaders if all of these people they're, are looking up leaders to them. By, I, they're leaders by default mm-hmm. because they became a leader because of the entertainment yes, that they've yes. done, but okay. they're not people that. who made a conscious effort to say, I'm going to lead this generation into change. Mm-hmm. That, that's not who they are, and that's what we're missing. And you know what? You know... And even when they do, like look at Beyonce, when she makes a stand for you know black empowerment and female empowerment, we're judging her. You know, mm-hmm. oh, she's being too fake or she's not being real. Well, what, what more do you want her to do? She's an entertainer. This is how she knows how to use her platform. Mm-hmm. You know, Jay-Z wrote a whole album and talking about investment and building wealth. And I love it. I do One too. Jay-Z love did it. Jay-Z just give love money it. to H- Did he just do something recently with HBCUs? Did he just pay like, tuition? He did. Or he did something mm-hmm. for like a whole bunch. I know she done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jay-Z did something yeah, recently. I don't remember what he did. It's, it's about empowerment. But what, what, what is it going, when is the cycle going to break? I think that's the biggest thing. Like yes. We need to figure out what breaks the cycle and what is going to break the cycle is when we stop when it hits their pockets. Exactly. When, you know, when, when they start feeling it financially that we're really not feeding into y'all anymore. I saw a post somewhere that said, 
if you guys really want to make a stance, pull your sons out of Division One football yep. school mm, yep. and put them in an HBCU football team. Mm-hmm. But who's doing that? Yeah, but, they, but kids are starting to do that. Yeah, The number one mm. draft pick from high school going into college chose a HBCU. That's right. Yeah. I, I said I had the same conversation a, a couple of weeks ago with somebody, I can't remember who I was having a conversation with, with black folks with our buying power. Just you so you said you saying that what fifty years ago didn't work. But look what happened with the mm-hmm. buzz boycotts or mm-hmm. when we mm-hmm. stopped shopping at Woolworths. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. you know, the buzz boycott itself crippled that crippled the whole city. Mm-hmm. By black yeah. folks we, not we are riding more powerful the bus. than we think. We're more powerful than we know. We really I think are. that's the problem. We don't know our value. You don't know your value. I, I agree. You know that's that's the problem. Once we learn our value, that's what we need to start mm-hmm. implementing into these yep. kids, into schools. Mm-hmm. Learn your yep. value. This is what they need to know. That, yeah, exactly. But you know, we need and we need to continue to educate our each other. I think a lot of people now are mm-hmm. getting educated too, because I see a lot of people, you know, posting. I see a lot of people talking more about what's going on. So people are seeking mm-hmm. and they're looking and they're educating themselves too mm-hmm. um that's good which yeah. is good and so i think I we're all leaders it. in our own minds we don't need to wait for someone to come lead the effort in our own little clusters and in in, in the areas and circles that we have influence or we are able to influence we need to be able to continue to reach out and teach we mm-hmm. should not wait for someone to necessarily lead the charge because it might that might never happen yeah it might never happen. Right. And, and we also got to stand firm. Like, you know, when you think about Starbucks and that whole debacle with them, mm-hmm. and everybody was boycotting Starbucks, right? Mm-hmm. Starbucks felt it. Not so guess what they did? They shut down. They shut down. <laughs> yep. And they did this whole training yep. and yep. all of that. Training. But then guess what we said? Okay, y'all good. Now we'll come back and eat. Yeah, we'll come back and drink our coffee. Yep. We'll buy the $6 cappuccinos again. We settled for that. Mm-hmm. But that's what, that's what it's going to keep happening. Because that's happen. all it takes. NFL. Well, let's, let's keep on pre- peacefully protesting, guys. We can keep protesting. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all not even getting it, man. Like, but it's yeah. more, but you, you just saying, you just saying protesting. It's a lot more to protesting. Just like the, LaShawn just said, you know, you protest at Starbucks. They had sensitivity training, but as soon as they had the training, it was like, oh, okay, we good. Nah, we not good. It's continuous. Just because you had sensitivity training, we're going to continue to keep standing outside of Starbucks mm-hmm. to make sure y'all doing Starbucks right. is good, though, player. Mm-hmm. I ain't going to lie. <laughs> you are such I, a sellout. Hey, I'm what you want, nigga. I'm a bootlicker. Starbucks and then, you know, it's 100,000 people who feel the same way you feel, exactly. and they're like, I'm never going to stop drinking Starbucks. Yeah. And so that's exactly. why we cannot break the but, cycle. But we're, we we're so quick to cancel somebody on Twitter and everybody go yes. full fledged like, why should we be canceling August Alstein? Why? Because mm-hmm. he's disrespectful. <laughs> huh? He's disrespectful. But that's, that's not even our business, though. I'm disrespectful. Fuck. <laughs> hey, man. So, so Jada what? Jada was disrespectful. She was more disrespectful he than he was. was. She was. She was the one that and, was married. He was then, single. And then she made Will come on Red Table Talk. <laughs> She's so disrespectful. She did Snoop. She disrespectful. Snoop. My man, he'll come on the red table with that brown blazer and that turtleneck on. I cannot. And Snoop shouldn't have to have apologized to Gail. He was right. So, 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 LaShawn, so I'm going to ask you this. So, this question is on my Uh mind, too. So, we go back to, you know, um, you know, back to the conversation. So, how do you feel being a, you know, black HR professional when you're working for, you know, a specific industry? I don't know where you work at now, but let's just say you work for AFLAC. And mm-hmm. you not seeing black folks being promoted that are deserving 
of being promoted mm-hmm. into positions of leadership or, you know, even if it's an individual contributor role, those roles, they're being passed over for mm-hmm. people from the Caucasus Mountains. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's my question. How, how does she feel? Like, I know, cause I know she's seen it. Like, you know, like yeah, God, I, mean, I know so-and-so they are what they worked on this project. They not how this. she feels. How like, do you fix it? Well, how do you fix it? How do you respond to that? Mm-hmm. So those are two yeah, questions. So what I can tell you what I have, I, I, I don't work really to see, you know, people really pass over for promotions or things like that, but I know it happens and I don't doubt that it happens, but I can tell you what I have witnessed is, you know, Sally comes to work, you know, 10 minutes late for a month. And then Shaquisha comes to work 10 minutes late, two, th- two days, and they they ready to write up Shaquisha. But Sally so over racist. here getting away with it, you know what I'm saying? And, and so I have seen disparities in the way we treat people and lack of consistency and all of that. And what my response is and what I do is I, I speak up about it. And I just don't go to the leader. But I will go to Sally and say, you've been late and I'm going to talk to your manager about it, but, you know, blah, 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 blah. Or I go to Shaquisha and I say, listen, you've been late, but you need to understand, has anybody else on your team been late? And take a look at that, but get to work on time. Like, I, you know what I mean? Like, I, I educate them and I educate the leader, um, you know, to, to change it. But there are some things that I will not approve or will not sign off on. And in HR, we are only a position of influence. We're not the decision makers. So for me to be doing my job well, I have to be successful at influencing people to do the right thing. Mm-hmm. And um, and that's what I try to do. So my response is influencing them to do the right thing by people, regardless of what color they are, just the right thing in general to keep us out of trouble and mitigate legal risk, you know? Yeah. Do you have a sister, so I try to speak up. No, I do not. Okay. <laughs> I thought you had a sister named Laquisha or something. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, no, sister. I, um, no, but that's just what I try to do. I try to just really be the voice that of, of employees who are either afraid or don't know what to say or how to say it. Well, everybody needs a LaShawn. Um, that advocate. I, I like to think so <laughs> because I worked at a number of places and it, we didn't have a LaShawn. Yeah, Sally. Oh, yeah. We had Sally's, <laughs> some Margaret's. <laughs> you know what? Duties, yeah. <laughs> that one advocates for the employee. And I'm not just saying advocate for the employees, period. Excuse me, I'm belching. I'm sorry. But I got a quick question. <laughs> Do you still wear kitten heels? Good question. <sighs> oh, God. Did you see our no, poll a couple weeks that. ago? No, she didn't see it. You didn't see it? Okay. No. Uh-uh. You do not wear kitten heels. Are they coming back in style? I did not. I would think not. Okay. That's all. That's all we want to know. And I got another question, LaShawn. So do you think women... Leave me alone. Because Nana thinks kitten heels is coming back in style. I, I like kitten heels. Okay. I mean, fashion is not my thing, so... Yeah, uh, but you I know. don't think kitten heels So you can't on. dress is what you're saying? <laughs> she can dress. It's just, she just does not think kitten heels... I can dress. I just don't care about how other people dress. I just know what I like Bam. and what I wear. Oh. Thank you, LaShawn. So, so you, like you spoke for a whole... Group of women. She spoke for a whole generation of women. I, Man, it, for, Kitten Hills was coming I back. said, I think not. I mean, they're not. Don't worry I, about it. Okay, I'm like, I think yeah, not. When I think, I think of Kitten Hills, I just think of like church lady. The church lady? Yes. The church usher. The usher. Right. The usher at church. So, the first, yeah. when you think of Kitten Hills, you thought about the little Marconi. Come on in my room. Yeah. Yes. Uh huh. The usher walking down the aisle. Marconi had Kitten Hills on. Go back and watch that video. 
My okay. cootie had a little white heel. That's that cool. little white shoe on that heel was this oh big. Oh, my God. That's cool. What other question did you have, Mar- oh. Uh, Brian? Oh, you know what? I forgot now. <laughs> so <laughs> I do. I have a question. When you find that companies are being, um, what's the word I'm looking for, are not being compliant with uh, hiring, their hiring practices, right? There are not enough, there's not enough diversity. And diversity doesn't just relate to race. It relates to females. Too. Yeah, you know, sexuality, gender, yeah. all that extra stuff. What course mm-hmm. of action can you as the HR person take? I mean, do you go to the leaders? I know you mentioned you can speak to the leaders, but what form of action are you legally able to take any action to help change the course of that or... Yeah, there's no law that says you have to have X amount of, you know, women, men, black, white. There's nothing like that. I mean, some um, companies have affirmative action plans that Mm -hmm. with goals that they report to say that they're hiring those numbers. Uh Um, But there isn't anything that says, you know, by law, you have to have, you know, X amount. And, you know, the only thing you really can do is, number one, tell them where to go recruit and tell them how to do it and, and the, th- the areas that we need to be more diverse in. Um, and it's just all about informing and educating, Yeah, honestly, because they got to want it. And if they don't want it, you really need to evaluate, do you still want to work there? Mm, that's a tough one. Mm-hmm. That's a tough one. Have you ever had to make a decision? I don't, you don't, I don't know if you want to get that personal, but make a decision. Oh yeah, I love company. Uh huh. I love companies who just didn't get it, couldn't get it, or didn't treat people right. I, I, I know. You. you know, I'm not afraid to to. There's ways I won't go into now, but there's ways you can leave um, when you know or are privy to certain things that will position you well until you find your next job. Hmm. We need to learn about I that. Just say that. Hmm. <laughs> we. Oh, well, I'll get with you on that one. Um, Mm -hmm. so my next question is about wrongful termination. When you feel as if you've Mm -hmm. been terminated wrongfully by a company, Mm -hmm. um, that they did not follow the right protocol or that they hurriedly tried to, uh, accelerate some protocols to get rid of you. Mm -hmm. What is your course of action? So I'll give you an example. You work for a company, they've never written you up. And then all of a sudden they write you up over something that's not that you you're like this is bogus right and Mm -hmm. then um they write you up again for some another bogus thing and the next thing you know you're out you're out the door as Mm -hmm. a as an employee what would you or what advice can you give if any on what course of action they should take i mean do you sue the company yeah it depends so you're only able to sue the company if you have a legal issue And um, saying I disagree with the fact that they terminated me because I do my job very well is not a legal issue. But if you say I was written up two times for this and they fired me and it's because I'm black because other people have done the very same thing and they still work for it and they haven't been fired, then you have a legal issue. Mm -hmm. then you can sue them. So the key is always do you have a legal issue? What defines a legal issue is your race, your religion, your age, you know, your sex, your gender, all of those things. Under Title Seven, constitute what employers legally cannot adversely treat you different about in the workplace. And if you can prove that they treated you differently based on any of those factors, then you have a legal claim that you can file with the EEOC. How would you even prove that, though? Oh, the file a claim with the EEOC. You just go to the website. They have an online process, and you you put in a claim, and somebody will call you, and they will talk to you about your case. Then the EEOC will try to mediate it. They will get a media, They will get the company, 
and then they'll get you and a mediator, and then they'll try to figure out what it is that they can do to rectify the situation for you. Do you need compensatory damages? Do you want your job back? Do you like what is it that you can do? And they'll they'll try to mediate that, and then you and your your business can come to an agreement. Sometimes they'll strike a check. Sometimes you'll get rehired, depending on what you want, how egregious your issue is, and what they'll agree to. Mm-hmm. If the uh, mediation doesn't go well and the EEOC feels like you have a case, then the EEOC sues the company on your behalf. Okay, good. And so, then they, they represent you. What is the statute? So that's of- happening right now. That's happening right now with Kroger, for example. Mm. Um, and there's a Kroger store in Arkansas. I just read about that the EEOC is suing them on behalf of two employees who were fired because they refused to wear Kroger's apron that has the rainbow insignia on it to support, um, you know, LBGTQ or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so they, they argue that this violates my religion because I don't believe in that lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Kroger said, well, it's a part of the dress code and you need to wear it. And if you don't wear it, you'll be fired. They refused to wear it and they got fired. And so they went to the EEOC. Obviously, apparently mediation didn't work. And now the EEOC is suing Kroger on their behalf Oh, wow. For for um you know wrongful termination. Wow. So, so it all depends on what you can what your issue is and if if it's a legal issue or not. So we boycotting Kroger's. Is that what you're telling us? <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't yeah, drive that Kroger anyway. Damn, but I can't, just give us the word. <laughs> I can't get Kroger gas. No I know, more. right? No more gas points. What is the no more gas Kroger, but... <laughs> What is the time limit between the, your termination and calling that EEOC? Is there? Do you have to do it within 30 days? Yeah, there is a time limit. You have not even... Okay, so you have... I want to say eight. it's either 12 or 18 months from the incident. So if you're oh. arguing um, termination, wrongful termination is your incident, then you have that time period from there. But let's say you said you were discriminated against four years ago and then they fired you now, you probably lost your time there Mm -hmm. because your incident happened four years ago. So Mm -hmm. you can still go to the EEOC while you're employed. You don't have to be terminated. Wrongful termination is not the only route to go. There's a lot of times I've mediated EEOC cases on behalf of the company where people are still working there. Um, So it's just about knowing, um, going when it happens and and so that you don't miss your window. Dang, what was all this? You got fired. <laughs> they fired you. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. They fired your ass for sexual bye, bye, harassment. They fired your ass. Not a, not oh, a, yeah, sexual harassment. Not That's another one. Grab them out of crotch. No, no. Right. Ew. Grab them out of crotch. y'all president. Ugh. Yeah, my president. Yeah, I voted for him. I am. Mayor wants to make America great again. Great again, again. The 2021 is keep America great. Yeah. Is that what it is? Yeah. Yes. Is what, what happens when he wins? What do y'all do? Do y'all leave? Y'all I mean, leave the country? I, I have another passport. <laughs> I mean, I can go to Canada. I have another passport, okay. so I'm good. Are y'all going to leave? <laughs> yes. You are not going nowhere. You're going to stay at that damn right. job. Trudeau, I'm on the way to Canada. <laughs> 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 Canada closed our borders. You, you can't yeah, go there yeah, if you yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah, no, no, you can't go nowhere, Brian. Plus you can't. Plus you can't wear it good luck going anywhere with an American passport. Oh, yeah. But... What's some shoes called? Uh, Crocs. Crocs. You can't wear Crocs yeah. in Canada. Shit. You go to Mexico. <laughs> Mexico. You can go to Dominican Republic. Are y'all? Republic Dominican. I go to Are Dominican y'all Republic. Leaving? I might oh, yeah. get a Dominican if, wife. So if Trump wins again, it's over for the podcast. Is that what you tell me? No, no, no. I'm, no. When you say, are you leaving? Are you saying on the conditions that he <laughs> so, wins and so I'm yeah. leaving forever? So we only got like 40 days to <laughs> put a podcast. Yeah, 40 days. <laughs> 
I, I can call y'all. It might be a six hour time difference, but I'll call you. I'm calling. Who the hell gonna be waking up? It's gonna be a delay. She's not leaving. It's gonna be the two kings podcast. You can't get over. You can't go back to Ghana neither. They're not letting people in and out there. Effective September first, they did. Did they? So why your mom ain't come back? Yeah, my mom is tripping. She ain't coming back. That goat, that goat, that goat too good. My mom is loving it back home. They got fresh goats and she be calling me too talking about so I miss you. I'm like, no, you don't. No, you know. Now the mama coming to back to New Year's. Oh my gosh. My mama's That's a trip. She, she done raised her kids. Man, no, when, when you coming back, I don't think I will be back to January. <laughs> you are here right as my, my mama talk. LaShawn, oh, I said, damn, I put the damn. D on the end of her name. So LaShawn, how do you feel like, so for me, I want to ask a question about counter offers. Ooh, how should people counter one. offer? So right now, if I'm interviewing for a job and say they offer me something $120. And I want one forty-five. Like, how should I counter offer? I always had a problem with counter offering. You know, I'm the Google kind. You don't want to lose that. I know, right? I Google like what I should say or what I should do, but like the bargaining power as far as counter offers. Yeah, yeah. So I always say counter offer um, because all they can say is no. But and and there are things that you can counter offer other than salary. So, you know, let's say maybe they tell you initially the recruiter might tell you, you know, the salary is set, you know, it is what it is, uh, which is never true. But if they really want you, they'll pay for you. But um, there are other things you can you can uh, negotiate more vacation time, five additional days, another week. You can negotiate. Yeah, you can. Absolutely. I got five extra days. When I, you know, they, if they don't want to come up on money, then you can say, well, are you willing to adjust my annual um, PTO instead of 10 days? Can I get 15 days? You can mm. adjust the number of, um, like, if you get stocks, you can adjust how many of those you get, the dollar amount you get there. Mm. Um, so don't just think about counter-offering or negotiating as that salary because there's a, wh- a whole bunch of other stuff that goes into total compensation. You can negotiate the weight, like having a wait before you can take vacation time. Um, you can negotiate the, the waiting period for your benefits. I really need benefits to start day one. Is that something that you want? You know, there's a lot of things you mm. can negotiate. So definitely um, think about what you want before you go into that job and, and then be prepared to ask for those things. I want Starbucks every morning. Hot and ready. <laughs> on my day. Okay, let me say this. Be prepared to ask for what's realistic. For realistic for you stuff, to get. Yeah, yeah let, let me. Stripper? No. <laughs> pole in working, my office? Yeah, no, that's office not going to work. What if but, he's working from you know. home? Can they install a pole at home? <laughs> you know, remote working is a negotiating tool. You could say, I, you know, I wanted to have a flexible work schedule. Is there any openness for me to have two days a week where I'm able to work from home or flex my work schedule? Yeah. You yeah. can put that in the terms of your employment. Yeah. So where they may not be able to budge on salary, there are a lot of other um, opportunities that you can ask for and, and, and make sure they put it in the offer letter when they send it to you. So is this for when you're negotiating, is it with the recruiter or your that you're negotiating with it, or does the hiring manager have input on that too? Yeah, so it's usually the recruiter. Um, that you're negotiating with and they'll either say to you, well, you know, I'm not sure, but let me go ask and find out and I'll get back to you. So then they're going to go and and find out. So they're still talking to the hiring manager because, you know, the budget and all of that. So, but typically you're talking to somebody other than the person you'll be reporting to. Can they rescind the offer in the middle of a negotiation if you're a little too, um, (laughs) rescinding the offer. So they have to have truly have a valid reason to rescind an offer or else you could have a legal claim. Um, and sue them. Oh, so, shit. 
They could extend the offer, let's say, if it's contingent on you passing a drug test and a background check, and then you don't pass your drug test and background check. Okay. Yes, they can rescind the offer. Um, or sometimes they can rescind the offer if something like COVID happens and you're in the middle of, uh, you know, negotiating your salary, and then they end up having to close down or shut down business. Yeah. They could rescind your offer. So there's as long as there's a justifiable reason for it, then yes, they can. Okay. So okay. You, you brought up something else. Actually, now I can pull okay. a question. Background check. So, uh-huh. what as far as like let's look at, let's talk about arrests for people mm-hmm. who have had arrests or that haven't been convicted but have just been arrested? How realistic is that? Because you're in Georgia, right? In the state of Georgia, yeah. or you know, if somebody well, wants the EEOC bans that. So the federal law doesn't allow you to make any employment decisions based on arrest. Okay. Um, and, and nor do you have to disclose them if if you've just been arrested. And this is as the applicant now. The policy could be different once you're already hired, but as an applicant, if you have a pending charge or an arrest that's not a conviction, it does. It, you know, you don't have to report that. Okay. Okay. I don't have to report it, but they're gonna find. They're gonna see it when they get when they pull that um, arrest record, though, right? Correct, but they can't say that you didn't pass your background check because of it. So if they're telling you you didn't pass. You can't hire you because of your background check. They you sign something called like the Fair Credit Reporting Fair Act right. or something mm-hmm. like that that you sign, then you should be getting a copy of this background check that they pulled and they're basing that on. And then you can see the reason why, or they'll have you talk to a third party to understand why. And they should never say it's because of a pending arrest. So a pending arrest will never disqualify you. It won't disqualify you. It depends. It depends. Let me say, if you're trying to be a police officer or if you're in, in a, in a, in that type of position where um, they have permission to ask because it goes with the job, then they can. Or like if you're trying to be a teacher and you have a pending child molestation charge, mm. um, you know, those types of mm. things could play a role in it. Um, but it won't automatically disqualify you. They could say we're going to need to hold off until we see the outcome of this um, charge. Okay, so we'll repeat that one more time for our guests. Who may have who may have arrests on their records or pending charges? Correct. So people who may have an arrest on their record, if you're going into an industry which is a a, a conflict with that arrest, they could ask you if it has something to do with the job. So if yeah. you have armed robbery as a pending arrest and you're trying to be a bank teller, <laughs> they could not offer you the job because it, it it coincides and they do offer you know wiggle room for that. Um, there is a, a clause in there that allows that. They can't ask you that on the application, but very well know if you do, don't go applying in industries that are going to, um, yeah, you know, become aware of that because they, they probably won't be able to hire you until you get it cleared up. Yeah. Okay. That's a little interesting. Okay. So it's very good to know. Very. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I have one last question before we, we let you go. Working from home is the norm now since COVID-19 yeah. shut us all down. Um, and with that being the norm until the foreseeable future, um, what advice would you give workers on productivity? Because, you know, typically when you're in the office, I always tell people, you can probably get your eight hour work day done in like five Mm -hmm. hours. Let's just be real. Let's just be real. I don't know what job you're talking about, but don't be telling on other people. <laughs> I'm, I mean, it, it takes eight hours real. to do their job. Let them, let them drag out the eight hours, right? Thank you, thank you brother Noob. <laughs> <laughs> Get out there. It takes eight I'm hours. No. No. What, what you know, tell on yourself. She is snitching. Man. I'm not. It takes eight hours to do every job Okay, in fine. It takes eight hours. Yeah, it takes Allegedly. every second of eight hours. Yes, you know what I tell more. leaders, Nana, though? I tell them... You know, productivity is is not micromanaging, Thank right? You. 
people people don't respect micromanagers. If you've no, hired me or inherited me as your employee, you need to trust that I can do my job until I give you reason to think otherwise. Mm-hmm. So with that being said, I'm being productive if I'm meeting my goals and I'm getting my work done. If it takes me five minutes or eight hours to do it, that shouldn't matter to you. Mm-hmm. I'm doing everything that you're expecting me to do. So, I mean, there was a lot of talk when this happened that people were talking about getting, uh, making people leave their cameras on or, what? you know, putting stuff in their, in their laptop computer so I can see you on camera all the time. And I always say, you know, those leaders, you have no trust in your employees. You have absolutely no trust. Or you have nothing else to do with your time because you shouldn't want to sit here and watch people do their work. You just nah, want some to weird people do in the your world. job. That's crazy. <laughs> some weird people in the world. I used to work, the pastor I used to work for, here's what he used to do. He had cameras throughout the whole building. And he would just That's sit crazy. in his room. He had like and 20 cameras and just sit in there and watch. Why? I don't know. Cause he, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it was a Weird See, yeah, like that. that's a problem. That's a that's not it's normal. That no. he needs help. I mean, that he that's does. just not. It, if you want to engage with your team, walk around, talk to them. You yes. know, that's how you you yeah. get. But don't don't feel like watching them is the answer. Yes, so productivity was. is measured by output. Yeah, you know, yes. if all of a sudden I was doing two hundred uh, inputs a day and now I'm only doing twenty, that's a productivity issue. You have a right to address that. But two hundred in the office and now I'm doing two hundred and fifty at home. You should have nothing to say to me. True. You know, facts. I, I'm still doing my job. Facts. I appreciate that. So, yeah. what are you going to do now, Nana? <laughs> Put tape over my camera. Uh, she's walking around the house naked. I don't know why you don't have tape over your tape, camera. I tell anyway. everybody that. Put a little post it note over your little camera. Put, because you don't know if, they, if they're if they going in and, and watching. I always keep mine covered. And then you never know when it might accidentally turn on. You know? Yeah, listen. Uh-huh. I bought a, I bought a pack like. of them little things from, um, from Amazon. Put one on my camera. Yeah, my company yeah. now, they love, they love WebEx videos. I can't stand yeah, it. Yeah, that's the thing. So, I can't cover that. mine up. Oh. You have to show yourself? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I said, why you got him got dressed and put on that little skirt today? He's giving the I boss. Always hey, give, to, giving the boss a little peep hey, show. Hey, how uh, the old man boss. say you were showing the boss your Cleveland. <laughs> she was showing all that Cleveland um, today. I would like to report a sexual harassment claim right now. We don't, we don't, we don't have, have HR. HR. Oh, we don't have Sean HR. is our HR. First of all, we can't afford HR, right. so your claim will fall on deaf ears. Sean, deal with it all leave. Either deal with it or leave. That's right. Oh, now I'm being discriminated against. Yes. If I don't comply, I'm oh. yes. matter of fact, we, this we, is a problem. Hey, we wanted to hire a white lady anyway. We oh. did. <laughs> a white lady oh, that just taking it for, You see, Ooh. I'm gonna I'm gonna call you because I have a claim that I need to, you know, put it's up. It's over. It's too late. That was six years ago. <laughs> I'm talking about you two right oh, now. No. That's all right. We're going to bring in a white. Offended. No. Bring. A, white, a, so young, a young white girl. A young white Ghanaian girl. Young white oh, yeah. queen. There's some white Ghanaians? Yes, it is. Yeah, there That's are. That's one of them that just got uh, get got for what? 15,000? Oh, no, no, that was uh, 18,000. No, no, no. She's British. From, she was British. Uh, She's British. But we do have, I don't know if you want to call them white Ghanaian. They just have That's exactly to, what they are. No, they've been born in other places, but they the lived in Ghana. Caucasus Mountains of Ghana. I don't know. But anyway, LaShawn, <laughs> I know that it's 927 yeah. on a weeknight. And uh, we really LaShawn appreciate you joining us. LaShawn, I'm about to go watch the Mad Singer. Because that's what I'm going no, home she, to watch. <laughs> Metrosexual shit, man. You got to stop that shit. Man. Oh, my God. <laughs> LaShawn, no before they get into their that. heckling, yeah, we want to thank you so much for oh, joining us. Can you tell us how we can find you on social media, gentlemen? Sorry. Sure. 
That's what I am on the HR plug at the underscore HR underscore plug. Um, definitely connect with me. And I am also on Facebook at uh, facebook.com slash employee matters. Employees matter. So, um, and also I have a website, www.thehrplug.com. Um, so connect with me, reach out if you have any questions or you need any kind of guidance or advice. I am happy to help. That's why I'm here and that's what I do. I followed you. So I may reach out to you because I may need some um, advice. Yes. This okay. is really I found somebody that says employee matters on this to all employees of South Africa. Why does somebody say I told you Africans be um something anyway? They be having something against us. <laughs> HR plug. Thank no you so me. much for joining us. We appreciate you taking the time to educate us. Thank you, Queen. And joining you, the conversation. Queen. Yes, Queen LaShawn. Thank we you for having me. Yeah, and thank you for sharing your feelings on about the Breonna Taylor situation. Absolutely. Too. Yeah. It's been a great conversation. I know it's somber. But we will, we will overcome. We shall. Thank you. We Michelle. shall. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, so you guys. Much. Take uh, care. Take care. Bye. 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 Okay, she hung up quick. That was amazing. That was good information. It really it was. was. I definitely needed to know the last part. About sure, negotiation. You yeah, you know, a lot of times I I fail to negotiate because I always ask for higher. Then, you know, I always look at the, the ballpark as I follow, like, last door. And so I look at the estimate, you know, salary. So if it's, like, between 70 and 90, I always go 100 or 105. Mm-hmm. And then let them um, yes. walk you back down to whatever they want. You can't walk me back down. <laughs> mm-hmm. We're either staying at 105 or we're going up. You stay at 105, we're going up? Oh, oh yeah, I'm going to get my money. But I've never really thought about negotiating for those other things Me like either. vacation I never knew time. We can negotiate vacation time. I never knew like that. that. And some places I worked at, that was standard. When benefits start, stuff like that. I didn't know that either. Yeah, that was that's good, very um, good to know. Yeah, that was some good nuggets. Very very good nuggets. Yes, for y'all. Yeah, I'm starting. I'm giving the HR. You might be business. your own HR person. Well, you can. Oh, you are your own HR. Yeah, your company's in trouble. You know it's crazy because my master's in, my master's degree. You the first one I'm fine. <laughs> and that's why your company's in trouble. Because I'm calling the EEOC. <laughs> and that's Shannon. And as long as I get Shannon this dick, she ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I'm telling. Damn, Shannon's yeah. just getting paid dick. That's it. Dick. Oh my God. That's so I need Shannon to, so to negotiate some more shit out some of more you, dick? Dick. you. You want no. my wife to negotiate more dick money? Uh, it's fucked up. See what he with God. with this? She need to negotiate some money, vacation, vacation time. time. She's going on a new, vacation. A new, next a new month. car or some some other shit, man. Nah, she we can't need, afford all that. <laughs> she wants a new car because with baby coming. With William. Now she, we got a truck. She the needs, fuck you mean? She needs. She needs a she needs a bigger truck. That's right. For the like stroller, a or a Tahoe, something like that. Yeah. Promise you, she don't. Well, first of all, she wants a QX. You can't negotiate. Infinity. We need to get Shannon to come negotiate for herself. Shannon! <laughs> oh my God, she's gonna be like, hell no. She's had enough of us. <laughs> she has after last week. After last week. I heard it all this week, boy. Tell me. Oh, well, you know, you took one for the team. Thank you. Come here real quick, please, babe. You you started that shit with Shannon last week. First of all, there was a whole conversation that went on before I got here. I still don't know what the hell happened. Oh, they were trying to bash me. You know, that was all we for the We were not bashing IVF you. Shit. I was on your side. You was not. I was on your side. I felt what you were saying, like, not about, you know, about um, not being able to read minds. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that one. Like, you tell me what you want, shit. I'm supposed to guess? 
right, so I, I, I as was a woman, your, yeah, you're I was on your yes. side on that one. Thank you, I, and always. that's what the whole argument was. I'm on your side. Nah, nah, I was talking about. Nah, you supposed to know. I know I didn't. I told her. Mm-hmm. I told her that. You're supposed to know. No, you I told her. Think. You know you're dealing with the Mary. You know it's not going to turn out right. So you know he ain't. No, I, so, no, 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 no. No, no, no. What I said was, you're going to have to say because you know men don't read minds. You said that is Mary exactly don't read minds. what I said. I said men don't read minds. Your man reads minds. Does he? Does what he? is he a, ventrilo- a ventriloquist? Yes. So Jenna, do not fall into their trap. How many goddess dope shirts you got? All of them. She Damn. thinks God. She thinks every her goddess dope. Every week Shannon, I come over here, Shannon, Shannon got a different goddess dope shirt. I was trying to shirt tell on. you. Yes, we're still recording. And yes, wanna, we're still recording. So Mary we had a question. Argue. No, I don't want to argue. This was Brian's shit. <laughs> now you, see, <laughs> see how you are. Like and then she said, "Nah, man, you see yeah, how I, you are, nah, nah." This is Brian's Brian, shit. Brian, why did you start this? I didn't say anything about... Okay, so Brian wanted to pay you... Okay, so I said, I'm going to get... H- I'm the HR in my company, right? And she's the first one to get fired. She said she's going to take it to the who? EEOC. EEOC. EEOC, and I said, that's you. She said... He said, Shannon needs to get paid more to be ECO, whatever the shit is. And I said, I pay Shannon and Dick. That's how she gets paid. So, and, and, he then, says, and then I said, Shannon need to get more than that. You said, so you said my wife needs some more dick. And I said, no, your wife needs some other stuff, like a salary, maybe a new car for Williams, Suburban, a Tahoe, some other stuff. So is our, is our truck big enough for with me, you, and William and Kendall? Okay. Y'all heard it. I was trying to negotiate for a new truck for you. Shannon, no, I, thought you, I thought you deserved more than just dick, Shannon. I'm sorry. But if that's all you want, then it's cool with me. Is there anything else you would like? Oh, okay. oh, oh, oh. I, it's not gonna make the cut. I'm gonna straight blue bed out. <laughs> no, Ain't no, it. no, it definitely, no, uh, no, uh, no, no, don't def- take it out. Don't take it out. Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. What don't take more it out? dick from who, though? Oh, okay. Don't take it We can't hear you on the podcast. Oh. No, don't okay. take it out, player. No, we can't hear. Let everybody hear. <laughs> we can't hear. <laughs> Did you stop recording? Yeah, we can't hear. Until next time, one queen, two kings. Oh, yeah. Hey. Thank you. You stingy with that meat. <laughs> <laughs> stop being so stingy with the meat over here, player. <laughs>